Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by The Book Guide. Them in a Tiffany's catalog. I found them to be predictably classy. When you're newly married, you see a pair of candlestick holders and imagine a lifetime of roast dinners that will go along with them. Dinners much like the one we're having tonight. My life is almost perfect. I glance out the bay window as I fold the napkins. The view of the park spread out beneath me. It's gray outside, typical of Seattle. The view of the park is why I chose this particular unit instead of the much larger, nicer unit overlooking Elliott Bay. While most people would have chosen the view of the water, I prefer a view of people's lives. A silver-haired couple sits on a bench, staring out at the pathway where cyclists and joggers pass every few minutes. They're not touching, though their heads move in unison whenever someone goes by. I wonder if that will be Seth and me one day. And then my cheeks warm as I think of the others. Imagining what the future holds proves difficult when factoring in two other women who share your husband. I set out the bottle of Pinot Grigio that I chose from the market earlier today. The label is boring, not something that catches the eye, but the austere-looking man who sold it to me had described its taste in great detail, rubbing his fingers together as he spoke. I can't recall what he'd said, even though it was only a few hours ago. I'd been distracted, focused on the task of collecting ingredients. Cooking, my mother taught me, is the only good way to be a wife. Standing back, I examine my work. Overall, it's an impressive table, but I am queen of presentation after all. Everything is just right, the way he likes it, and thus the way I like it. It's not that I don't have a personality. It's just that everything I am is reserved for him, as it should be. At six o'clock sharp, I hear the key turn in the lock and then the whistle of the door opening. I hear the click as it closes, and his key is hitting the table in the entryway. Seth is never late. And when you live a life as complicated as his, order is important. I smooth down the hair I so painstakingly curled and step from the kitchen into the hallway to greet him. He's looking down at the mail in his hands, raindrops clinging to the tips of his hair. You got the mail, thank you. I'm embarrassed by the enthusiasm in my voice. It's just the mail, for God's sake. He sets the pile down on the little marble table in the entryway, next to his keys, and smiles. There is a tilt in my belly, heat, and a flurry of excitement. I step into the breadth of him, inhaling his scent and burying my face in his neck. It's a nice neck, tan and wide. It holds up a very good head of hair and a face that is traditionally handsome with the tiniest bit of roguish scruff. I nestle into him. Five days is a long time to go without the man you love. In my youth, I considered love a burden. How could you get anything done when you had to consider someone else every second of the day? When I met Seth, that all went out the window. I became my mother. Doting, yielding, spread eagle, emotionally and sexually. It both thrilled and revolted me. I missed you, I tell him. I kiss the underside of his chin, then the tender spot beneath his ear, and then stand on my tiptoes to reach his mouth. 
I am thirsty for his attention, and my kiss is aggressive and deep. He moans from the back of his throat, and his briefcase drops to the floor with a thud. He wraps his arms around me. That was a nice hello, he says. Two of his fingers play the knobs of my spine like a saxophone. He massages them gently until I squirm closer. I'd give you a better one, but dinner is ready. His eyes become smoky and I silently thrill. I turned him on in under two minutes. I want to say, beat that. But to whom? Something uncoils in my stomach. A ribbon unrolling, unrolling. I try to catch it before it goes too far. Why do I always have to think of them? The key to making this work is not thinking of them. What did you make? He unravels the scar from his neck and loops it around mine, pulling me close and kissing me once more. His voice is warm against my cold trance, and I push my feelings aside, determined.